What's up, fools? Um, I guess I should welcome you to the first episode of Is This Thing On? My name's Anaya, if we don't already know that. And if you want to hear me yap for like, I don't know how many minutes, but for some minutes about um, music and shenanigans with the occasional funny story and like concert like memories and album reviews and all that good shit then I guess you've come to the right place tomorrow is valentine's day so naturally that's what my lonely ass wants to talk about um I like went through all my music and came up with like I guess the top three types of relationship songs And of course, there's your boohoo breakup songs, your fuck you breakup songs, and then your like happy, happy, I love you so much songs. And so I picked my top four of each of those because five was too hard and three wasn't enough. (laughs) And I'll run through them with everyone um, along with a Valentine's Day, not horror story that I have, but like this really funny story that I like to tell. So in the 10th grade, I had a boyfriend. I'm using my air quotes because like I was 15 and all we really did was walk to class together. But anyways, I had a boyfriend and I remember that all I wanted for Valentine's Day were flowers. I was like, they literally can be $5 flowers from Walmart. I don't care. All I want in my life are these effing flowers. So I get to school on Valentine's Day and I have this like big dramatic ass gift for him because it's who I am as a person and he doesn't have flowers in his funky ass hands he had a bag with some like perfume in it and even now I don't wear perfume on the daily but I certainly didn't when I was 15 so like it just wasn't useful to me and a card and the card read um a girlfriend is a sister that you choose which was already weird as fuck on like some yeehaw Alabama shit And then he didn't even sign it. It was just, it was so fucking weird. So anyways, I remember like texting my parents and like my friends and being like, oh my God, he didn't list me. He didn't get me flowers. Wah, wah, wah. And then by the time third period came around, I, um, like an office aide came to my class and they had flowers for me. So then when I saw him after third period, I was like, oh my God, babe, uh, you do listen. You got me flowers. And he was like, no, I didn't. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? No, you didn't. They're in my hand. Like, yes, you did. And he was like, Anaya, those are not for me. So then my big headed ass is on cloud nine. Cause I'm like, hmm, well, somebody listened to me. I must have a secret admirer. Ha ha. Like just rubbing it in his face. And he was so pissed off. And then I got home and I like told my parents about it. And I was just like gloating all around the house. I was like, wow, I have a boyfriend and a secret admirer. I'm that bitch, huh? And just like walking around. And by like the end of the night, my dad comes to me. He's like, Anaya, please shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. I was the one that got you the flowers. And I was like, what? And he was like, yes, because you were so upset over fucking flowers. So I just got them for you and I sent them to your school. But if I hear you say one more time that you have a secret admirer, I'm going to pull my hair out. And I was like, damn, Greg, okay. So anyways, I never told my boyfriend that at the time. 
And then we broke up shortly after. And I remember him saying that like the card was so weird and not signed because his mom picked it out to like try to hurt my feelings. Like He was like, yeah, I didn't even sign it because my mom picked it out and I didn't care enough. So I made her do it. And I was like, okay, well, your mother wants us like to be brother and sister and fucking and that's fucking weird, dumbass. But yeah, I never told him that it was my dad that got me those flowers. So I probably can't say your name, but um, you know who you are. And if you're out there listening to this, then then just know that it was my dad that sent me those flowers and no one was stepping on your toes in our relationship or whatever the fuck it was. Anyways, that brings me to, I guess, one of my favorite fuck you breakup songs. Um, it came out around that time, like 10th. Yeah, when I was in like the 10th grade. A Shot Across the Bow by Mayday Parade. It's on their self-titled album, which is the best one. I will die on this hill. It's not up for discussion. Um, I don't even know if it's supposed to be like just fuck you to anybody or specifically fuck you in a breakup. But like the chorus just says that like, I hope you fall into the ocean and the current leaves you helpless swimming around as the waves crash over you until you drown. Like, I don't know. It's some real, I hate you shit. And I've just always fucked with it so heavy. Um, So it had to make the list along with it is sorry by queen Yonsei. Um, It's, it's pretty self-explanatory. It just says, I ain't sorry. And like the course literally says like middle fingers up. I ain't think about you. So it's for that point in a breakup where like you're just over it like fuck you fuck all the bullshit like I'm still a baddie and and that's that and yeah also none of her songs made it but um I'm gonna just plug Magda Stallion real quick because all of her songs make me feel like that so go on and give Meg a listen if you want some like some boss bitch rap in your life um, running up freestyle by Meg Thee Stallion like triggers my fight or flight. So I'd start there and then work your way on everything else. Um, also on my like fuck you list is Good Job Champ by Free Throw. I went back and forth whether I should put this on the sad one or the fuck you one. And I decided to go fuck you because that's the sound that it has. Like the lyrics are pretty sad. It ends with Corey just yelling like, I had to leave. You didn't love me for me, which is sad as hell. But they're just, it's just very like fast paced and loud. So it makes me feel angry, which is why it's going to go on the fuck you list. Um, that song also triggers my Friday flight. I feel whenever they play it live, I like act a fucking fool. Not that I don't usually, but I act an extra fool. Um, and then the last one, but it's actually called last one. I did not do that on purpose. It just happened. Um, it's by the aces. The aces are, I don't want to call them bubblegum pop, but it's for sure. Like just straight up pop music. I don't think they're played on the radio, but they have a sound that absolutely could be. Um, last one is kind of like, sorry in that, like the end of the breakup when you're saying like, I'm through it, I'm over it, like, screw you, like, I'm good. Last one, like, it's just like, I've wrote too many songs about you and this is the last one. Um, but it freaking slaps. I don't have anyone to be feeling this way over. And somehow it always ends up on my shower playlist. Like I'm always singing and dancing to this song. I turn it on in the car almost every day. 
And like, I don't know, it just makes me feel like powerful as hell and no one has really hurt me. So I don't understand why I need to feel that way, but I do. And you guys should listen to them. The aces are, it's pretty interesting. I came, like, I heard about them because someone had posted a screenshot of them listening to a song that they have called Waiting For You on their Instagram story. And Waiting For You is pretty slow. So when I listened to it, I was like, oh, I really like this. And then I listened to the whole album and it's Waiting For You is like the, well, there's two, but like it's one of the slow songs on the album. They're not like a band that just has that slow sound. So it was pretty interesting to like hear that one and get excited for like slow lovey-dovey shit and then hear like last one and like the rest of it that's just more upbeat and pop and like fun and dance around your kitchen type shit when that's not what I was expecting, but now that you guys know what to expect, you should listen to them. Um, there's very few bands that I listen to that I've never seen before, but The Aces is one of them. And so I'm really like, right now I think they're recording an album. Um, and I don't know, they've just been posting stuff about being recording. So I don't know any kind of timeline and when it's supposed to come out or whatever, but obviously they'll tour and that'll be the first time I see them. And I am just really excited to make this ass hit the floor during every single fucking song, especially during last one. I'm going to act a fool. Okay. Anyways, I'm going to shut up about them. Um, I guess we'll do sad breakup songs and we'll save the best, like the happy ones for last. So sad breakup songs. There's four. Well, duh. So I'll start with Supercut by Lord. It's weird because it's poppy, poppy, dancey. I heard it for the first time on, I was listening or watching someone great on Netflix. Um, And I don't know the girl's name, but the woman, this is kind of a side story, but it makes me laugh. The woman from Jane the Virgin, that video came out where she said nigga and like people were kind of wilding over it because she ain't black. And it, so now like she says, niggas give me heebie-jeebies and she was just singing a song, but that's not the point. Okay. Anyways. So in the movie, someone great, her boyfriend is black And I was watching it with my friend Sierra and every time her and her black boyfriend came on, I would just go, niggas give me heebie-jeebies. And we just cannot take that movie seriously now. But anyways, so Supercut was in the background of it the first time I'd ever heard it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like this slaps. And I looked it up and it was by Lord. And honestly, I'd never given Lord like a real chance, I guess. Um, I want to say the album's called Melodrama or something like that, but like the blue one that's kind of like, not cartoon, but it's like painted, like it's not like a photograph picture. Um, It's on that album. And when I heard Supercut and I fell in love with it, I was like, fuck, I should give Lord a chance. And I listened to the rest and it still really wasn't for me, but it's okay because I found this hidden gem. Um, But it's just like, in my head, I play a Supercut of us and it's just like, the like when you think back about like the memories that you have with someone and like when they flash in your head but the sound of the song is not sad just the lyrics so it also makes it onto my shower playlist just because it's fun to dance to um oof i i mm, all right tell me how by paramore i don't even know if i have the words to describe how sad I think this song is. It closes out After Laughter, which is their best album, also not up for discussion. Um, And 
yeah, I don't know, like the mix between the softness in Haley's voice and like the fact that it's how it closes out the record. Like when I listen to it in order, like that song's just so sad and it, it just makes me feel things that once again, I don't really have a reason to be feeling like I've never been fucking divorced, but I'm like, damn, like, tell me how I should feel about you. Like, I just don't know. And yeah, it just, it hits hard. Speaking of Paramore, um, I don't know if there's like a place where people can comment or whatever, but let me know what y'all think about the solo stuff that Haley just put out, like Simmer and Cinnamon. I can't think of the names of the other songs. Um, but yeah, I don't want to say my opinion on it yet. I want to hear everyone else's and then maybe one day I'll come back to it. Um, my next set, this is two in one because I could not just pick one from this artist. So it's safe bet. And the two, I think, saddest songs that he has are Irrelevant and 20 Months, both of which are on an EP that is literally called How's Life Without Me, just to like give you an idea on the sad shit that he's on. But I respect it big time. Um, Not sure who hurt him. Sorry that they did, but I get some good ass, good ass cry songs out of it. And I've always really liked when music like I don't know, like when an artist has a song and kind of like references an old song and a newer song or like an old lyric or whatever. So 20 Months is on the first EP, but then there's a song on the second EP where there's a line in it and he says, because it's been another 20 months and I'm still just so in love. And like, I don't know, I remember the first time that I heard it, I like squealed because I was like, oh, that's from the first album and or like the first EP and I really love it and blah, 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 blah. So yeah, um, it's like one man band type shit, acoustic. I really like it. Um, I took one of my friends to a Safe Bet show once and she had never like heard of Safe Bet, heard a single Safe Bet song or anything. And she left really liking it. So I'd say it's worth a shot to check it out. Um, and those two are two of the sadder ones. I guess it doesn't really matter where you start because all the songs are pretty sad, but don't listen to it before midnight because it's just, it's going to hit different after midnight. And my last sad song that I also listen to all the time, all the time is Let Me Know by Lainey. Lainey has my heart so much. It's not even funny. And it's weird because I think that Lainey has some of the like sad, like best sad songs I've ever heard and best like confessing your love for someone songs that I've ever heard. Um, but yeah, I listen to Let Me Know all the time. It's on the set, yes, their second album called Malibu Nights, which is the first piece of work that I ever heard by them. Um, I'm so fucking stupid. When I first heard it, I don't know why it didn't occur to me that they could have more stuff out, but I really thought that's all they had. Like, I was like, oh, they don't have any EPs. They don't have any other albums. That's, this is just it. But it wasn't, there were much more to discover and I fell in love with it all. I'm cracking my knuckles and I probably shouldn't have done that. So I'm sorry if you heard that. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me know. So, so incredibly sad. And I saw Lainey live only once. And I remember that there was like one song that at least one that they didn't play from the album that I wanted to hear. And I want to say that it was this one. I could be wrong, but I really, really think that it was this one that they didn't play live, which sucked because I'd love to hear it. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's basically just like confessing for, to someone that they want them back and saying like, let me know if there's anything I can do to change your mind. Let me know if there's anything that I can say. Like, I love you. And oh yeah, like the end of the song fades out with him just saying like, I still love you on repeat. Like it's big sad. And I'm over oh, talking about the sad shit now. So I'm gonna move on to the lovey shit because I ain't got time to be sad. It is two in the afternoon and it's not sunny outside, but like my blinds is open. So there's light in my room and I'm not going to make myself upset because Lainey knows how to write a good love song. So anyways, let's move on to the lovey, lovey shit. Um, they're corny as hell and don't drag me for it. But the first one that came to my mind is teenage dream, specifically the glee version. Yes. I watched glee. No, I don't want to talk about it. But I just, I've always thought that song was so fucking cute. And Glee, they actually did it twice. Um, and both times make my heart melt. I'm just going to shut the fuck up now. Um, at least on that one. I keep saying I'm going to shut the fuck up, but this is literally a podcast where like, I'm not supposed to shut the fuck up. So I should probably stop saying that. Number two is Must Have Done Something Right by Reliant K. I want to say it's on the album that's called like five score I think all right I think that the album is called five score and seven years ago I probably should have looked this up huh um you know trial and error I'm a I'm gonna be better prepared next time I want to say that's the name of the album and I'm pretty sure that it's on that one Reliant K I they came out before I started or like they were out I guess and like pop in before I started listening to like that genre, I guess. So when I first started listening to like, I don't know, I guess the music that my parents didn't raise me on, um, I was playing like the main Pandora and like all time low Pandora and shit. And a few Reliant K songs would come up. So those are kind of the only ones that I know, like that one, Mood Rings, um, Be My Escape, there's a couple more, but like, oh, like college kids, stuff like that. But I never really got into them. So I don't know like their albums and the order and this and that, the way that I do with a lot of other bands. Um, but Must Have Done Something Right is so freaking cute. Like the it starts off and it's like, we should get jerseys because we're on the same team, but yours would look better than mine because you're out of my league. Like, I just think it's the cutest, corniest shit. And it applies to, or like my my little lovey-dovey like senses. I don't know. It just makes me feel all butterflies, even if I don't have someone to be feeling butterflies about. But yeah, he's just, just saying that he must have done something right to deserve you in his life. And I think that it's fucking cutesy bootsy. Um, next is Intoxicated by the Cab, R.I.P. in peace. Still not really sure whatever went on there. They kind of just fell off the face of the earth with no warning and no final shows and no nothing. Um, but I, fuck, I heard this song like third, maybe not 13, like 14, 15 years old. And I always used to think it was so cute and was like, oh, I wish someone felt this way about me. And I don't even know if I really knew what intoxicated meant back then, like what truly intoxicated was. Um, but yeah, the chorus just says like, and I think you're from another world and I couldn't love another girl. Like you, you make me feel like I'm intoxicated and it's cute. 
and dancey and fun and it makes you want to fall in love or have a crush or sing this to your crush or yeah it's it would be a really good karaoke song um but yeah intoxicated by the cab a honorable mention was endlessly by the cab i went with intoxicated just because i like the sound of that one better because i love to dance but endlessly is uh just as cute it's like i will love you endlessly basically like to put it in short um, if you never got into the cab, I would say still do it. They are, they were really good with concept albums. Um, which I guess I'll talk about again in a second, but it's the second one was called symphony soldier. And like the album art for it was like half of a violin. And the other half of it was, I'm going to call it an AK 47, but I don't know much about guns, but I think that's what it was, but just like a big gun. Um, but like in one and every single song on the album has something like at least one of the lyrics has something to do with like war or like um, symphonies or just something along those lines. But I just think that it all came together really well. And I recognize that even at like 14. So I know that if I went back and listened to it now at 23, I would like really be able to appreciate it a lot more. Um, my last, my last love song is I Love You So Bad by Lainey. Lainey is the only person or group, I guess, that I put on here more than once because I literally want to get married to that song. Like the stripped down version specifically, but it's so cute. It's just like, my heart hurts so good. I love you so bad. I do not know why, but there is the cutest line in it that's like um, our disco balls, the kitchen light. And just like thinking about like dancing around the kitchen with your little boo. Like it's just so cute to me. And I I really love that song. And I I guess I don't want to say always have. I haven't known it for super long. But I think that I always will. I think that I'll always be like, oh, I love this. And I want someone to feel that way about me. And I want to feel that way about someone and blah, blah, blah. Um, I ran through my four, my four songs for each thing. I wanted to hit what I think a good I guess not love album, but an album that just like, I don't know. It, it shows all parts of love, not just like the happy shit. Igor by Tyler, the creator needed to be on here in some way. And so that's what it is. They, well, not they, he did, um, what I just said that the cab did with symphony soldier. Like if you listen to it in order, the, if you listen to Igor in order, it is the story of like, falling for someone, um, breaking up with them, wanting them back and then getting closure and like wondering, you know, like if you guys can still be okay afterwards and like move on in a healthy way. But like even the, the track, like the, the names of the song, I feel like even if you don't listen to the album, if you just listen to what I just said and then look at the the names of the songs on the record like it would make sense to you the third one for instance is called I think and like it's just like I think I'm falling in love like I think it's for real whatever and then by the time you get to track I want to say eight like track eight is called puppet um I listen to that one a lot (laughs) that was cringy to admit but whatever I listen to that one a lot And it's just like, I'm your puppet. You control me. Like, you know, like kind of just saying what 
what can I do? Like, I want to talk this out. I want to talk it through with you, whatever. Um, I want to say the song after that's called like gone, gone, gone slash thank you. And it starts off just saying like my love's gone. And then it ends up, that one's pretty long. I think that that song's like six or seven minutes, but the second half of it's just like, thank you for the love. Oh, I think that's actually how it fades out. Um, but yeah, someone's saying like, thank you for the love, like thanks for the trust, whatever. The last song on the record is called, are we still friends? And yeah, it just, it, I don't know if you appreciate art in that sense and like albums that make everything flow, I would recommend listening to it. Um, I heard it for the first time. It came out in May. I heard it for the first time in November or December and I've been obsessed with it. Um, it really captivated me from the beginning. So I feel like maybe it can do the same for everyone else. Another honorable mention to this whole thing is my queen, Taylor Swift. Obviously, the queen of love songs, the queen of fucky songs. Well, not fucky songs, but the queen of sad breakup songs. Um, I think he knows makes me like, oh, it's on Lover, which is the most recent album. And I don't even know how to describe what it makes me want to do. Like, it makes me want to walk down the street and give strangers a smooch. Like, it makes me want to grab everyone by their face and just go and like run off and skip down to the next person. It's so dancey and so fun. And it's just like, I think he knows, like, I don't want to tell him that I have a crush on him because I think he knows because I'm always acting like a fucking fool, which honestly, truthfully, is the soundtrack to my pitiful love life. Um, shout out to Taylor Swift for always, always being there to, to say what I can't. Um, the last, I guess, two songs that I wanted to touch on were my favorite, like, songs to listen to when I have a crush. Both of these songs, I did not realize that hit different when you have a crush until a couple months ago when I had one and like I listened to it and I was like oh my god my heart's gonna fall out of my chest one of them is Black Butterflies and Deja Vu by The Main um kind of self-explanatory another one is a song from my childhood it's called Why Don't We Fall In Love by A. Marie um and it came out I don't know I had to have been like six or seven I was very young and I hadn't heard it again for years and years and years. And then recently I'd started listening. I don't even know how I came back across it, but I started listening to it again. And I told that to my friend and I was like, oh my gosh, like it's so good. Like I remember hearing it when I was a kid, but it hits differently now and yada, yada, yada. And she was like, Anaya, you know why you're listening to it, right? And I was like, why? And she was like, because you have a crush. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, is that the truth? So I don't know. If that's ever happened to anyone else, let me know. Um, but I guess, like, I subconsciously, I don't know, like, was listening again to this love song that I used to love from my childhood in my adulthood because I was kind of feeling that way. Um, I don't know. It was just, it was really weird to think about, like, if that's the truth. And my subconscious was like, haha, bitch, you like this guy. So you finna listen to songs from your childhood that remind you of I don't know that make I don't know because it doesn't make me feel like I did when I was a kid I was too young to care but I don't know good 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 little R&B jam finna plug SZA here because she's a good little R&B jam and SZA is my queen and every chance that I have to mention it I will so 
that's that on that. I've ran through all of my my Valentine's Day shenanigans and thoughts, I guess. Um, and pl- I don't know, mini playlists. It's only four songs. I can make these into a thing on Apple Music because I don't use Spotify. Please don't drag me. Um, but yeah, like if, I don't know, anyone wants them together or to like to remember what they were. Or I could even put the songs that didn't make the cut because there were much more than four for each. I just had to cut it down because I would have been talking for forever, ever, forever, ever on this. But that that concludes my my first episode, I guess. This was weird talking to myself, hoping that my roommates don't hear me, thinking that I'm absolutely fucking batshit. Um I don't know if you made it through the whole thing. Thank you very, very much. And I guess please give me feedback. Text me, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Um, if there's a comment section, you can you can do that and tell me what you think. And be honest, it won't hurt my feelings. And tell me what you'd want to hear more of. I think next week my episode is going to be ranking the main albums um, because people always think that the the best one is the worst one and I'm tired of the slander so I need to Anaya Main Anaya Main emphasis on the main must speak about it and let everyone know what's really good <laughs> so that's it thanks for listening to is this thing on and I guess I'll see you guys next time <laughs>